I just wasn't happy. And I'm someone who has to believe in what I'm doing in order to find that fulfillment. And I wasn't feeling fulfilled in any way. Welcome to the Freedom Lifestyle podcast series, a series that is so much more than just a podcast series. This is a movement towards freedom in life and in work and about taking a lifestyle you know you deserve. I'm your host, Sam, and I have always admired working where you want, when you want, and how you want. Just like my guests, I've found my version of the freedom lifestyle, and I'm sharing all the secrets for how you can too. The freedom lifestyle looks different for everyone. What's your free? It's episode 17, and today you're meeting Kate Gennaro, the author of The Happy Breakup, an Amazon best-selling book that is aimed at empowering women to regain their self-confidence and their self-esteem after a breakup. After spending over 10 years working in the television industry, Kate decided to make a drastic career and life change, and now she's on the path to becoming a registered psychotherapist. In this episode, we talk about the intensity of that transition, why she needed to write The Happy Breakup, and of course, the story about who it's about. This one really resonated with me because I also went through a pretty life-changing breakup of my own. I was living with my partner at the time. We had a cat together, a bunch of mutual friends, and you know, I've experienced firsthand just how devastating a breakup can be and just how much you can go through this identity crisis as you try to regain who you are and find your freedom again. I think what Kate is doing for women with this book is super powerful and you know breakups leave room for someone new to come into your life as Taylor Swift would say you have a blank space baby and honestly that's been what the story's been like for me. I Recently celebrated my two-year anniversary with my boyfriend, Jared, who's awesome, and that's a great transition for a little life update about what's been going on with me. We celebrated with a road trip from San Francisco to Seattle. We made a lot of really fun stops along the way. We went to Portland, which is a city I've always wanted to travel to, and we're truly doing the freedom lifestyle work and play. Like... There were moments on the road trip where like he was driving and I had my headphones in and I was literally in GarageBand like editing the last two episodes that just came out I did on my my road trip and then he would take turns. So I would drive and he would take some phone calls because he's also doing some remote work for a startup. So that's a big part of it. And despite literally eating and drinking kind of whatever we want, we didn't spend a ton of money on this trip and A lot of people ask me, how do I afford to do all this traveling? Like, you go on these two-week trips, and it seems to be happening fairly often. So I wanted to share a couple tips on how we're doing it so frequently. And the first one is Airbnb. That has been like a huge, you know, empowerer for my freedom lifestyle. I have a one-bedroom downtown in Toronto that I rent out every time I travel. This time I had this lovely woman, she was from Brazil. She stayed at my place for two weeks while she was in Toronto studying English. And that essentially paid for my rent for the entire month. 
I've never had an issue filling my apartment. I'll be transparent. In the summer, you can make over $100 per night, which is not too shabby. And if you're thinking of trying this out, I'll include a referral link in the notes to this. Again, transparency, this will give me a kickback, but it also gives you a little incentive for joining. So Airbnb has been huge. The second one is minimalism. So both my boyfriend and I, it's it's painful more for him than me, but we are actively donating more clothes than we are collecting. And before I had the freedom lifestyle, like if I was going on a trip, I would buy multiple outfits for that trip. I felt like that was part of the experience. I needed to buy a new bathing suit or buy new shoes or buy a new crop top. Like I wanted to have cute new outfits for my trip. I don't do that anymore. I feel like I have more than enough clothes. I try to rotate them as intentionally as I can. And that's a sacrifice that I have to make in order to travel. And personally, I'm okay with that. The third one is, yes, we ate or drank whatever we want, but... We made a lot of that food on our own. So Jared and I were both doing the vegan thing, which is super awesome. It's great to have someone who's on board with that. And we just had a cooler and we would drive and we filled it with snacks like carrots and hummus and peanut butter and jam sandwiches, lots of granola bars. So rather than thinking, okay, every meal I need to stop and get lunch, like we would just pull over and we would make a sandwich and you know ideally we'd find like a beautiful beach and view which was easy to do on the the west coast and that would be our lunch and we also had a box of red wine that was like $13 from Trader Joe's which was like three liters of wine and we would have that before going out for dinners and that would allow us to maybe only buy one drink when we were out for dinner and it can become pretty affordable if you can get around the mindset that eating and drinking isn't the experience that I'm looking for with traveling and it's not where I'm going to get my joy for us that works and it allows us to do it more often which is my version of free anyway I'm going to do a solo episode eventually on all the money-saving hacks I've collected over the last year because there's been a lot. But for now, let's hop into episode 17 with Kate Gennaro. Kate, I'm so happy that you're joining me on the podcast today. Thank you so much for coming. Thanks for having me. Congratulations on the launch of The Happy Breakup. How are you feeling about it all? I am feeling so great. It was completely unexpected to have it all unfold the way it did and it just blew my mind. That's so exciting and when I spoke to you last you were in like the top categories for like breakups or self-help or where are you at right now? So when I spoke to you we were number one in divorce, codependency, art therapy, and adult coloring books and now I think we're sitting still in the top 20 of at least two or three of those categories. That's awesome. And that's on Amazon. On Amazon, yeah. Amazing. And so what inspired you? Why did you feel like you needed to create the Happy Breakup Journal coloring book? <laughs> well, I was going through a breakup of my own and I felt really lost. I didn't know who I was anymore. And so I picked up this sketchbook because I'm more creative minded and I just started sketching out ideas. So I wrote a page that was things that make me happy. And then I started filling it in and I used like these rainbow colors and it was a really beautiful page. And every time I opened it up, it just made me happy looking at this page. 
And so then I kept going with different prompts like people who love me, reasons why this relationship didn't work was a big one and all kinds of little prompts like that. And as I filled it out, I started to remember who I was and what I wanted. And it just made me feel so much better about life in general. Well, I'm so excited to kind of dive into how you produced this book. Of course, you know, where the idea came from and definitely who it's about. <laughs> but before we get into that, let's take a journey into how you got to where you are today. So right now it sounds like you have like five jobs you're balancing, but you're also doing a master's of counseling psychology. Yep. What were you doing prior to this? So I started out in uh, radio and television. That was what I did my bachelor's in. And um, I worked in TV for a good 10, 12 years, in and out of different production roles. My last role was a production manager on a show that filmed out in Newfoundland. Newfoundland? Yeah. What show? Uh, it was called Cold Water Cowboys. Okay. It was filmed uh, for the Discovery Channel. Oh, I love the Discovery Channel. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, look for my name in the credits. Okay. Well. <laughs> <laughs> and so you were doing that, and how did you make the switch that, okay, I want to leave TV, radio, I've invested my university degree in it, I want to now get into the self-help counseling space? So basically, I broke up with a person that I had been seeing and at the same time the TV world kind of lost its magic a little bit and I basically decided to quit my job on the spot and I had my boss fly me home. I didn't know at the time whether it was going to be just quitting the job or quitting the industry. It ended up being quitting the industry. I sought out the help of a therapist to help me work through my personal issues and my work issues and how they related and so he kind of encouraged me to keep going with the book which I had already just started kind of sketching out and he also kind of inspired me to become a psychotherapist which is when I started applying for schools and I, I just got so re-energized about the thought about of being a therapist that the magic that I had initially had when I went to school for radio and television way back when, it's back in me again. Got it. Well, I'm so happy for you that you found that. And I too saw, I saw a coach, a career coach, a little <laughs> bit different. But when I was going through my transition, just even talking to a professional who knows the right questions to ask, who helps you like connect some of the dots for yourself, I found that really helpful any like key advice or things that you took away from that session that might be valuable for our listeners who might never have had a session like that before? Honestly, I would say get yourself a therapist. <laughs> um, I, I can't stress enough, even if you um, don't suffer from depression or any kind of mental illness, having someone who is impartial and also at the same time encouraging and in your corner is so invaluable. It's not the same as talking to your friends. It's not the same as talking to your mom. Like, you are going to get so much out of a therapist that you never thought you would come to. So going back to your career in journalism and television, what was that like? Did you have a lot of autonomy? Did you have creative freedom? I did not. Okay. I went into TV thinking that I was going to get to be really creative because I am a super creative person and I think of artistic ideas all the time. I was on the production side of TV 
and that meant that I was doing a lot of paperwork. I was doing a lot of traveling, but the travel was so intense because your work days are so intense that you're in another place, but you're basically just sleeping there. You don't get a lot of time to explore. I was burning out pretty fast. It was not what I thought it was going to be at the beginning of my journey in TV. And so I just had to find other ways to be creative and also be creative with my time, which wasn't really working out very well. And if you don't mind me asking, how old were you when you decided to make a career change? Like how invested were you already into that industry? I was 34 years old. I just wasn't happy. And I'm someone who has to believe in what I'm doing in order to find that fulfillment. And I wasn't feeling fulfilled in any way. Okay, and going back to the happy breakup workbook, like when was this happening in terms of this transition? Like, were you going through both transitions at the same time, career and love life? I sure was. Wow, can you talk a little bit about that? So I started writing the book or sketching the book when I was in Newfoundland. I was going through a breakup and I just wasn't in a good headspace. I'm also an avid bullet journaler. And so- um, What is a bullet journaler? (laughs) Kind of a cross between an art journal and a day planner, sort of. There's a whole community around it. If you Google bullet journaling, you will go down a rabbit hole and it's a beautiful rabbit hole to fall into. But basically a lot of people do these spreads of um, different things that are meaningful in their lives at that moment. And it's not like breakup or anything, but I figured that I would start doing these spreads of my own and things that were meaningful to me. And so that's how it kind of came about. Wow, okay. And how did you feel confident in bringing this idea into the market? I imagine there's competition in the space around breakups and dating. Were you worried about the response at all? I had never seen anything quite like my book. So when I brought it to my publisher, I didn't really have all the written stuff in it because it's about 50% hand-drawn and 50% written. So the the initial book was just a sketchbook of uh, hand-drawn stuff. And I had never seen anything quite like that in the breakup world. It was all just advice and um, how to and how to get him back and how to get over it. And I hadn't seen anything quite like my book. So I felt pretty good about creating it and I figured that there would be maybe a place for it because it was so helpful for me. It had to be helpful for other people too. And how do you even write a book? Like how does one go about doing that? Did you publish it yourself? Are you selling it on like a Shopify site or how do you even start that process? So I do have a publisher, it's Golden Brick Road Publishing. I connected with my publisher on Facebook It's a strange story because she randomly sent me a Facebook request. I don't normally accept random requests, but she had the same name and looked sort of like someone that I had worked with in my past. So I said yes. So random. Right? And then I went to her profile once I had accepted it and I saw more and I saw that she was a publisher and she published women's empowerment books and i'm like are you kidding me this is this is serendipitous that's my favorite word i love that word okay and why was she adding you i don't know (laughs) you still haven't solved this mystery but you you worked with her (laughs) yeah i i don't remember why she added me i think maybe she was just adding a lot of women that she found 
online. I have no idea. I should ask her about that someday, <laughs> but I just never did. I just but it told doesn't her, matter now. Yeah. So what's the difference between, I guess, working with a publisher and doing it on your own? Because I know a lot of women who have their own business, coaches, experts in marketing, they often want to write their own book too. So how do you even get started? So like the sketched part of it, I had done by myself. And after I met with Kylie, my publisher, we had kind of worked on an overall vision. And so she encouraged me to actually put words to a page rather than just um, slight sketches. And so it grew to about 50% of the book is artwork and 50% of it is um, written wisdom and activities and kind of stuff like that. I love activities. Yeah. And have you had, what's the feedback been so far? Have people had a chance to go through the book and complete it? What are people saying? I've had some really good feedback. It's totally mind blowing when someone tells you that they love something that you did. One of my best friends actually messaged me, I think yesterday it was, that said his dad was going through the book and he loves it and he hasn't seen his dad read a book in years. Wow, that's special. And he loves my book. Is the dad going through a breakup? <laughs> no, he's not at all. And that's the thing about my book is that I tried to include a lot of generalized wisdom and knowledge so that people who aren't going from a, through a breakup could still find something that resonated within them. A lot of it is just about empowerment and confidence and feeling good about yourself. So going to the story that I'm sure is on everybody's mind, who is this book about and is he gonna come, he or she, come ask you for royalties? This book is about me. I love that. Say more. <laughs> this book is not about any of my exes in particular, although all of them together inspired me to write it because all of them together put me in the headspace where I didn't know who I was anymore. I had so much of my identity tied up in another person that this book is about finding who I am again and expressing that person. What is your outlook on the future of dating? Are you optimistic? Are you single? I am single. Okay. Um, I am not actively looking. Okay. I just have taken the mindset that if someone comes into my life that feels like they really fit in with my goals, with my desires, and um, just an overall person that I really feel good about, then I'm happy to have them in my life. Otherwise, I will not settle. I, I will never settle again. Amen. Yeah. Okay, so you're not pursuing anything. You're not on the apps or anything like that. No, I mean, I'm on the league, and the only reason that I'm on it is because I had to wait so long to be in it, but I almost never check my messages, so sorry, guys. <laughs> sorry. And do you think that you're now an author for life? Like, do you enjoy the process of writing books? Was this a one-time therapeutic thing you had to share with the world? Or can you see yourself doing another book one day? I would love to write another book. And I've had like little ideas germinating in my head. I haven't fixated on one solid one yet, but I've thought of a few different approaches that I'd like to take for the next one. Amazing. Okay, well, we'll stay tuned. So now we're going to go into some rapid fire questions. And this is just very easy. There's no right or wrong answer. You just answer the first thing that comes to mind. You ready? Ready. Puppies or kittens? Puppies. Burning Man or Coachella? Coachella. Something still on your bucket list? See the Northern Lights. Something you wish you knew more about? 
Life. Favorite pizza topping? Chicken and broccoli. (laughs) (laughs) Favorite emoji? The hard eyes. Mm, I like that one. Pancakes or waffles? Both. Corduroy or velvet? Velvet. Someone you'd love to have lunch with? Carl Young. What's your favorite podcast other than mine? Oh, I really like the Miracle Morning podcast by Hal Elrod. Okay, I don't know that one. I'll have to check it out. It's beautiful. Awesome. Well, I'm happy you're happy, and I really appreciate you sharing this story with our listeners. I will get going through my activity book and let you know what I think. I can't wait. (laughs) Awesome. Thanks so much, Kate. Thank you, Sam. Bye. Bye. That's it for episode 17, The Happy Breakup. It's a great gift for a girlfriend who might be transitioning out of a relationship and for your lady friends who might want to transition out of their current job. I'd love for you to share this episode with them. It's amazing to reach new freedom seekers and to help them on their journey of finding their free. I'll meet you back here next week, same place, same time for episode 18. (laughs) 